everybody. Welcome to the Tessa Van Wade Show. It is me and Ben. We are here uh, on a Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, I think you always start with, yeah. I probably do. <laughs> yeah. What? What were you going to well, say? Well, I, I don't want to steal the show. You know, Ooh. I tend to, um, I don't want to say the word mansplain, but I do tend to kind of steal the spotlight from you. What? No, you like don't. Like in social settings and, and things oh, like that. So yeah, yeah, you do. I'm I'm working on trying to like let you have the, the Ben, time. there is a reason that I married you because there was some comfort in that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I do take the spotlight off of you when you just want to hide in the shadows. I do like hiding in the shadows. But but what's weird about that is I like I so love people I just don't want it to be about me when we're in a group I love hearing people's stories and want to be in the group you don't want to be the center of attention I just don't want to be the center of attention but you you don't want to be the subject of conversation correct Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just gave me the willies with you th- yeah. saying that uh, uh me on the other hand I love talking about myself <laughs> I yes yes you do I don't know well unless uh, like last week, what we talked about is unless it's going deep. Oh, yeah. If it's serious, I definitely don't like doing <laughs> it. But if it's fun, then uh, I'm really into it. So we had a, a pretty crazy week this week. We had a doozy of a week. I think it's interesting because I had planned on starting the whole countdown for the for the book. Um, because what I do. Book? Oh, why do you do that? Everybody knows what book. No, that's not true. What if somebody's tuning in for the first time to this podcast? Oh my good Lord. I am. Uh, so every single time I talk about this, do I have to reiterate who I am and what I do? I mean, no, not to a certain degree, but I like, I listen to podcasts and what I've noticed is that if you start listening to a new podcast, it doesn't start you with episode one. It starts you with the most recent. <clears throat> yeah. So if somebody found this show you know, just by, you know, searching or, you know, comes up on their suggestions. Yeah. They're probably, this will probably be their first episode. <laughs> and okay. then they'll, then they'll be able to go back and be like, oh, I want to hear this from the start. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I am an author and <laughs> I, I have a series of books, three books that I am contractually uh, putting out and I have the second one coming out September uh, 13th. Yeah. So you, you are about to release I'm about Your to launch the book. second book of the yeah. series. And, and it's called The Valieri Uprising. Well, that's the first, that's a whole series. That's the whole series. Yes. But, the, but Deep Trace is the, the name of the second book. And yes, I'm about to release that. And what's funny is for the longest time, I've kind of been steering away from uh, like, it's such a personal experience what I went through that kind of led into writing those books. You know, you obviously yeah. are my husband, so you know the things that I went through to and all of that but there's a deeper layer to the to the world that I created especially in the second one I mean in the first one absolutely in the second one it got it, it, it was I was able to go even deeper but it is interesting because I had planned and I had talked about it last time that I had planned on doing a whole like you know countdown where I would actually I actually felt like I would talk about where these ideas came from in the second one. Oh, right. You said you were going to post some things yeah. that gave people an idea of where and you were going. So let's just talk about our week and where <laughs> we ended up. Uh, well, we now we knew it was going to be kind of a crazy week. What? Like we, our daughter got her driver's license. Well, 
I was going to get there. Like okay. the fact is that we started on Sunday though, after our podcast, we all had to have a meeting at my, at our house because we started recognizing that our 12 year old Mastiff was really not doing well. Yeah. And so anybody knows who, anybody who is a dog lover absolutely knows that the fact is, is dogs are, they are everything and they get to a point after 12 years, especially as a big Mastiff that they, we kind of have been waiting, kind of going, how is this going to happen? Like we know we can't live forever, but what's it going to look like? And he really started losing the use of his back legs. Yeah. I mean, he's, this is something that we, we've known for a long time because he's such a massive breed. Right. That as soon as he can't walk anymore, yeah, it's, that's kind of. Like end. I did it. I did a whole TikTok that actually got <laughs> pretty, like quite a bit of views and everything of, I did a whole TikTok of how every once in a while he would make it up to our second floor and during lunch and I would cover myself with different clothes so that he, I wouldn't get my hair, his hair all over me. And I would go out and visit him when he tries to make an effort to come upstairs right. because his back legs were so, so off, you know? And so anyway, so we talked about it on Sunday that this week was probably going to be the week that we were going to have to say goodbye because he just really wasn't looking good. And we already knew the week was going to be crazy. And, and we already knew the it. week was going to be crazy. Tuesday, my daughter was going in. She was going to get her driver's license. And uh, let's see, you got called in for jury duty. Yeah, on, on the day that our daughter... Now, everybody knows that the DMV is always very backed up. Yes. Right? Especially after COVID. Nowadays, at least in the state of Hawaii, you have to make an appointment way in advance. Right. I mean, we're talking months and months and months in advance. She's already a year and several months past her eligibility date because of COVID. So she's 17 years, like three months at yeah. this point. So it's, it's been a long time coming. So we made this date months ago. Um, and I'm usually the one who handles these things because of, you know, just our family dynamic and my work. I can take that time off pretty easily. Um, so I was planning on taking her in and, um, you know, making sure that we had all the documents and everything was good. And then two weeks ago, of course, I get a letter in the mail saying, you have to report to jury duty on <laughs> the same day <laughs> on Tuesday that uh, our daughter was going to get her driver's license. So that threw a huge wrench. Well, because I, you and I both work. She still can't drive yet. So right. we definitely have to make sure that grandma can be home. And grandma just got home from three weeks of traveling on her own through Amsterdam and Germany and Paris. And so we were like, okay, we got to make sure she's home at that time so she can take her. Right. So I'm thinking, oh gosh, I really hope we don't have to reschedule because it's going to delay her even more. Yeah. You know? um, so I got called in for jury. And that's one thing that you can't like get out of. Right. Like if it was something for work, I'd be like, I can't come in. But this is one thing I, as, especially as a, you know, I, I had none of the excuses that are allowed. Yeah. You know, none. Um, so I had to go and it was literally at, I had to be there at eight 30 mm -hmm. and her appointment was at eight 30. Right. So, um, well, and then you ended up finding out that it was going to be three days. You definitely got pulled in and you were, accepted yeah. So, well, as the juror. I went, I went in, you know, it's, it's like a, a room full of a hundred people. And I went in wearing my work clothes thinking I'm going to get out of this by 10. Yeah. I can go to work and at least get a work day in. Well, of course, um, 
after the 12 have already been selected, five of them got dismissed. Um, and then I was, I think I was the second to last one called. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because they assign your name by number. Um, so you don't know what number you are, but you can kind of guess based on where you are alphabetically. Uh-huh. So I knew I was in like the late 60s, early 70s, like somewhere in there. Okay. So every time it's like number 42, I'm like, oh, easy. I'm, I'm not even close to that. Um, and then second to last one, they're like number 69. I'm like, ooh, it's going to be really close. <laughs> I think I'm like 67. And they're like, Ben Sandberg, <laughs> come on down. Like the price is yeah. right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you feel this when your name is called, like the whole room is just silent because everybody's like, oh, I thought you were going to say the whole room is clapping. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can almost feel this like, um, this collective sorrow uh, for you yeah. that you got chosen. Yeah. Oh, but also this collective relief that they didn't get chosen. Right. So, um, anyway, I, I, they escort me into the courtroom and I walk in and, um, but I had some, I had some Trump cards up my sleeve. Oh yeah. I had some ace, some aces in my sleeve. One. They didn't work, Ben. They didn't. <laughs> One, I have some very close, um, friends who are police officers. Uh huh. That's usually my like get out of jury duty free card. Uh huh. Um, the next one was I know the judge personally. Right. Which I thought, because, you know, I have very limited knowledge of how this works. I thought that was an automatic disqualification. Yeah, me too. Conflict um, of interest. But when I walked in the room, he didn't even acknowledge me. <laughs> which, you know, yeah. to his to his credit, he shouldn't. Right. And uh, he, he was very professional about that. And I, I, appreciate um, that. I appreciate that. And and I did the same thing because I felt like, you know, that would be really inappropriate. So anyway, I walk up and they swear you in and then they ask you all these personal questions, you know? Yeah. Uh, one of them is, do you have any police officers who are in your family or close friends? I said, yes. And they're like, who? So I named their names. And uh, <laughs> the judge said, well, um, fortunately, those are not uh, a part of a this. part of this case, oh. so you don't have to worry about a conflict of interest. Shoot. <laughs> and then um, he has no place to say, "I know you," and, uh-huh. and this is a conflict of interest because it really isn't because it's a jury trial. It has nothing to do with the judge. Right. He's just the mediator. So um, he allowed me on. But then I thought, well, as soon as the prosecutors and the defense knows what I do and and who I am, they'll dismiss me. Right. Um, you know, they asked me what I do for a living. I told them, um, I'm a carpenter, which usually comes with the assumption that you're kind of a gritty, kind of a mean person who <laughs> wants justice, you know, I didn't at least in know my that opinion. that's an opinion like, of a carpenter. Just, just a really like opinionated gruff kind <laughs> of guy, you know, um, we have our, our stereotypes, um, anyway, that didn't get me off. Uh, but the, the case, and I, I can't, I'm, I'm free to share because it's closed now. We, we came to, um, a verdict, uh, but uh, just out of respect for everybody involved, yeah, I won't, yeah, I won't totally. give any details, but it was a, um, it was a case involving a 15 year old girl who was the victim. And, um, when the prosecutor asked me if I had any children, I was like, Oh, this is it. I'm getting out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yes, I have two children. Uh, you can't like go into, you just have to answer yes or no or yeah. small question or yeah. answers. Um, and she said, uh, how old are they? I said, 15 and 17. And she said, what, uh, girls or boys? And I said, girls. And I knew for sure the defense Would attorney like, was going to be like, you're excused. Yeah. But, uh, he didn't, That's he kept weird. me on. 
I couldn't believe I'm stand I'm sitting there and they're like, okay, we're we're done. And the defense is like, we're done. And the judge looks at us and goes, okay, you're the jury. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I thought I was out of this. <laughs> Oh so, uh, man! Anyway, I, I they just saw that cute face and they're like, I had to keep serve. that smiley guy on. Yeah, three days of jury duty this week. Yeah, so then, so we've got Tuesdays completely full with all of that shenanigans, and then you've got Wednesday and Thursday you are on jury duty, and then I had to fly to Oahu on Thursday for appointments and things like that, and um, I I'm sure there is more. Because well, that, that Wednesday, because Mr. Tibbs, our dog. Well, yeah. What I was going to say is I'm sure there's more, but like, you know, when you're going to put a dog down, that yeah. is like, it, <laughs> what else matters, right? Yeah. So. And we, once again, I can't just be like, hey, uh, excuse me, judge. I right. Have, <laughs> I have a, a dog that I have to put down. Right. So we had a, we, we, it definitely got to the point where Mr. Tibbs was like. It was, it was time. He yeah. was, he was no longer walking and, and it was very sad. And anyway, so what I was thinking about talking about today and I, is that I find it crazy. We go through periods of time in our lives and this is what I've noticed. We have chapters in our lives, right? And of course I see it in chapters. Um, and, and the fact is, is that we have some times where we have plenty of time to, to, we have plenty of time to kind of play or whatever. And then sometimes it feels like we are just barely, like we're just so busy and we have so many things to do that it feels like we're just constantly going. And you and I, we have had the last, I would say the last, what? Three, three months. Three months. Yeah. It has been constant, 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 like go, 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 like we, I, I, I've even, I've even contacted some people and been like, look, if I do not respond to your text, send it again, because I get this many texts throughout the day. And at night I have to go through the ones that I haven't gotten back to yet. And I, I don't, I will, I refuse to text anybody when I'm two things, when I'm training. And then also when I'm writing, those are the two spots where I cannot text people. So I've got these windows and I've got a lot of texts to deal with (laughs) running this business and everything like that. So I even forget what month it is. What? Like the other day I was like, what? Oh, I know what you're talking about. What time of year are we in? And part of that is we live in Hawaii where it's like always the same. Mm -hmm. So we don't have seasons that are like obvious clues as to what season you're in. Sometimes I forget whether it's summer or winter. Yeah. But the other day I was like, I was trying to figure out what day, what, what month it was. I was thinking November for some yeah. reason. I, my head was in November. I'm like, oh wait, no, no, it's August. Yeah. It's like my birthday month. I should know that. Yeah. Well, and you've got a birthday coming up August 31st. Yeah. A couple days. Woo-hoo, happy birthday, Mr. Ben. Thank you. Uh, because I served jury duty, I had three days off work unpaid Usually I plan on taking the day off uh, for my birthday. That's like my, that's like my rule now is I usually take my birthday off. Right. Um, But this year it's not going to happen because three days unpaid, I got to make up for it. So this week, I think my birthday's on Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be working. Well, and that's what I mean is it feels like it's a constant. and, And so I thought it would be interesting to talk about like, there's a couple of things I kind of named them off to you is number one, 
when you're, it, sometimes I feel like I've often questioned when I go through these really extensive busy times, like, because it's hard to, it's hard to keep yourself going sometimes. It's hard. It, it feel it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like you've got a lot to do, but at the same time, you, you, I realize that sometimes you have to get to a point where you go through and you just call them busy times. You just call them, you just, you just say, I'm in a work time. Yeah, it's, is, like a, it's like a season. It's of a season work. of what we're doing is we're working towards getting to this point, right? Yeah. I mean, some of them are self-inflicted, you know. What do you mean? I mean, it's, it's our choice to do things that we do. Self-inflicted. That is such a heavy. It's <laughs> just one way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, there are, there are things that, there are, there are seasons in your life where it's like things that are totally out of your control. Yeah. Are coming at you, right? Yeah. Like our dog getting sick this week. And right. Like falling ill, uh, you know, of basically of old age was out of our control. It out just, of our control. It just so happened to like coalesce with three or four other pretty major things mm-hmm. um, that we had been planning for. Right. Right. You know? And like it's been so crazy that I put up a huge calendar on our wall in our hallway so that we could literally see every like it's a dry erase calendar and through the month of July was so crazy that I had every, every single square of the month looked like it was a novel. Yeah. And then every single, and then the, and then August, it's a little bit less, but it has turned out to be just as much. You know, I bet there's a lot of listeners out there that that's their every day. You know, maybe they have many children. Yeah. Um, you know, we, yeah. we, we typically try to keep ourselves not too busy yeah, because we like a leisurely lifestyle. Um, I don't feel like we've had that for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that I think, I think there are people that really operate in that. Yeah. Like, fe- well, to some degree, the, I feel like I do. I, yeah. to some degree, I feel like that's when I, my, my best kicks in. I prefer in. to have absolutely nothing to do. And that I totally 100% agree with. <laughs> yeah, I want a totally open calendar. I know. I I warned like, I don't you. Even like, I, I warned you like what? 2 months ago I said, "Okay, Ben, here's what I need from you. I need you to recognize that the next 3 months just get it in your head and surrender it. That, that it's going to suck. No, that it doesn't have to suck. This is exactly why I <laughs> talked to you. I said that it doesn't and actually before I continue, just Think about it. This is kind of the things you have to do in a marriage to, to you kind of have to anticipate things for the future. So I talked to you a couple of months ago and I said, look, we're going into a time where we are going to have to do a lot of work and a lot of little stuff that's going to take us up all the way to the evenings sometimes to like get deadlines done. Dude, those are the worst when you have to like, (laughs) See, listen to you. I'm finally done (laughs) with all my responsibilities and it's like nine o'clock and I'm like, I still have to make my lunch for tomorrow. I still have to prep the coffee for tomorrow morning. I still have to do this and that. And it's like, there's absolutely no rest. I think, but I, like I said, I think some, that's just me. Some people thrive in that. I do. You know, I want to just veg. I, here's my problem though, Ben, is I thrive in that area 
and you don't. Right. And so that's hard because I find joy in in working with you on stuff and getting stuff done and being busy and and getting getting things accomplished. And you, you I mean. I really found out a while ago, suddenly it clicked as to why you're so dedicated to doing exactly the right thing for tasks tasks at home. And I realized it's because you absolutely do not want it to add more work to your plate. Yeah. Yeah. So but what's weird though is once I do those things, uh, like for instance, this last two or three weeks, uh, we were, you had finished recording your audio books. Yes. Um, and I had to edit the first one. Right. Uh, which means I have to listen through about nine hours worth of I think I apologize reading. to you every single day because yeah. I feel like you've read that book way too many times. I, I've read it several <laughs> thousand times. Um, but I had to basically edit it and put it together. Luckily, we have this amazing podcast equipment and software that it, it makes it easier. Yeah. However, that meant that I had to spend about two hours every evening um, editing the book. Yeah. So by the time I was done, it was like time for bed. Totally. But the reason I bring it up is because, um, yes, it was at first I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's going to take up so much time. But as I got further along, I got not only did I get used to it using that time. Yeah. But once I finished it. It felt very accomplished. Well, and I know that about you, which is why I go back to like two or three months ago when I said, okay, Ben, let's just look at these next three months as this is busy time to get us to where we want to go. And that what's funny is I do feel like you and I do those things for each other. I know that as long as you know that and as long as you get yourself into the zone. Yeah. You're okay. Well, that's what I hate the most. One of the things I hate the most about myself, uh, I know that's putting it really strongly, but yeah. I'm just saying it as it is. Um, I love projects. Yeah, you but do. I, but I hate starting projects. <laughs> like I, like I you want to start in the middle? No, I just don't. I don't like to initiate projects. No. Like there's a, I have to build a huge deck on, on our house that it's been needing to be done for months. Yeah. And I mean, I have all the tools and skills and everything I, I need, but I don't want to start it. I know once yeah, I, once I actually start it, yeah. I'm probably going to be obsessed with it. You will. And I, but I just don't yeah, want to start it. I know. You know, I do. It's like pulling your, pulling up, putting on your boots, getting off the couch when you're tired. You know what I think it is now that I'm thinking about it, Ben, that that's where it is. But you've always been like, what's weird is in, is at work you're not like this at all. You're like a total self-starter. You're a motivated person. You get stuff done. We're talking about everything that is required of you outside of work. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the thing of it is, is, is you are a little bit of a procrastinator outside of work. Right. What I need, I'm really good at doing what I'm told to do. Right. You know, so, so my work is like, I have to do that. It's kind of like school. Yeah. I was really good at school because I had an assignment yeah. and I had to do it. If, and if I was were, not. If you were to tell me today, Ben, that deck has to be done by November 15th. I it, think you it, just told yourself that be, deck has to be it, done by November 15th. It would 15th. be done by November 15th. <laughs> I guarantee you it would be because then I can That's start funny. in my head, I can start doing all the planning like, okay, now if I, 
if it's due by November 15th, I have to have this by this date and this by this date. Well, I think that the question here and the thing, like all of this is very interesting, except for the question is really when two people marry each other that are different, right? And two people, like I married you, that you have these and I have these. And this is, you know, it's funny because... I do think that we have to find those ways. Like I knew coming into these three months, I had to warn you because, and what is that? Like, that's, that's my question is what is that, that as long as you're warned, you can kind of be okay with it. I mean, I still have to remind you throughout, cause let me tell you there, I'm, I'm always, I like, don't like being surprised. No, no, but a lot of people don't like, to I be like surprised. to know what to expect. Right. And I thrive on being surprised. Yeah. I thrive on like being change, changing things up and adapting. And that's one thing where I, I love it. Like sticking with something for too long and getting too comfortable with it is like my kryptonite. Yeah. You like to kind of walk on the edge a little bit. I do. And we, we've talked about a few instances like for, I'm going to use the example of when we were in Oahu a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Uh, and we were waiting for the plane. Okay. I don't know that I know this. Well, this is where you're going. We we talked about the the incident in the line with those girls. Oh, yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. That was the same day. However, we were at the gate, like ready to board. Yeah. We were minutes from boarding. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, we're we're in our safe spot. We're here on time. (laughs) I love that you're like, we're in our safe spot. Like Like all the expectations (laughs) were there. Okay. We're where we need to be. We're going to get on this plane and we're going to get home. Yeah. And then, of course, that's not good enough for you. You have to throw a little extra challenge in there. Well, I wanted some tea and I knew You're it like, would take you a long time. You know what? I'm going to go get a refill of tea. <laughs> down, way down the hall. No, it wasn't way down the hall. And what, but we had already been to a Starbucks and the line took forever, even yes. though it was short. Yeah, so but I'm I had like, already looked over and the line was nothing. And what did it turn out to I be? I know, but I, we talked about it. And they by were, the way, they you, were wrong. You wanted a <laughs> refill of tea for a 30-minute flight. We, we were going to be home in, in about 40 minutes. I was minutes. so tired, and I had had that week, I had had a lot to do. And it's like, of course, you want to just throw a little wrench in this Don't make me, me feel bad, Sandberg, for wanting <laughs> some tea. Anyway, yes, I do kind of, but I, where does that, because I, I don't worry about the things that you do. Yeah, I like know it, that it'll, I know that I it'll see work 30 out. 30 minutes, 30 minutes to me is like now. Right. 30 minutes to you is, oh, I can do all these things in this 30 minutes. <laughs> totally. I can get a lot done in 30 minutes. Including stress me out. <laughs> okay. So the I think one of our hardest things that you and I have had to deal with in our marriage is that. I think that's a prime, that's like that's like number one is I I stress you out because I like to live on the edge and you stress me out because you're so negative about everything that and and I like to do that stuff, right? So yeah, I, mean, I, I tend to be high strung and and you like to pick at my strings. Pick at your strings. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it like that. That's funny. So yeah, I mean, everybody copes differently with these seasons. And I'm, I'm sure that, I hope that other people can relate to this season that we're in right now. Hopefully well, we're on our way out of it. Yeah, well, you know? I, even me, 
who loves the challenge and likes to be adaptable and all of that. There, the last three months have been overkill to where we're, I mean, I'm just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but what's funny about it is, um, had I, again, going back to which I will get into this week, hopefully, if our week doesn't go nuts yeah, again. You should never pre-qualify things. You should just do them and not tell people you're going to do them. I know. But I, I will say like it has been, it's, it's been interesting because you, you kind of hope that you'll be going into a new season of, of a little bit lighter. And then you just kind of look at each other and go, well, is this just it? Is this just the way that life is? And we need to find, and I do think that there's a, there is a sense of, there is a truth in that life may never, ever settle down and you need to still find the joy in life through that. And I do think that you and I and the kids are able to do that. Well, a I think, bit. I think too, that, you know, it's very normal for, it's kind of like a perfect storm like this. It comes in waves, yeah. right? It's, it's for whatever reason for the phenomenon, it comes in waves where like things tend to, it's kind of like, I think of it when I'm, surfing or, or body surfing the waves come in sets mm-hmm. right so there's like you wait and wait and wait and wait this lull and then all of a sudden there's like four big waves right you know and it, it's kind of similar to that life um and no matter how you anticipate the waves that are coming you just never know yeah um and you just have to figure out how to how to ride them out you do um and but what i do think is kind of cool is that no matter how many times times I go through this, I realize at the end that, you know, it's it's actually really good for a person like me who doesn't like doing these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it helps me to cope. It helps me, it keeps my coping mechanisms sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminds me that it's not as big of a deal as it seems. Yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna survive this. And, you know, these aren't things that are bad that we've had to go through other than losing Mr. Tibbs. Yeah, um, no. But even yeah. that we knew was coming. No, he, all of this is really good. It, this hasn't been a mourning season. This right. hasn't been a season where we're at, at mourning a bunch. This is just work season. This is yeah, it's just busy. This is just busy work where it's a lot of little things that we have to remember. And luckily, my brain is really good at remembering those things. But a, a, but what's weird is that you and I have this r- thing where my brain is really good at remembering those things. Your brain is really good at doing the, the certain things. Yeah. So unfortunately, it's one of those. So, so like for computer stuff and or like all the audible things and everything and sending them by email and everything. You're just really good at getting those emails in to the editor that's going to edit all the audit, audible books and, and everything. And I kind of look at that and go, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I just am here to write, you know. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, I think about people. I've heard people talk about times like this in their lives. And oftentimes I'm like, well, but that's like something that maybe you shouldn't do that. You know, they, they, well, that's kind of why I wanted to talk they about add it. Complications. Is how much do you pull out of your life? And because the thing is, there's a really big thing right now where you see a lot of memes and you see a lot of things on, on social media where they're like, well, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. If you don't want to do it, or if you feel overwhelmed, then pull this out of your, your existence. Well, I think that there's some truth to that, but I also think the question is, 
make sure before you pull out of all those things, like really go to go to the depths of it because sometimes there's just a call for really heavy seasons that can teach you a lot and the eventual outcome is what you want. Yeah, but you also don't want to add unnecessary things in there. No. Right? I think people do tend to overcomplicate their lives. Yeah. And if you can figure out how to simplify your life in anticipation that the next set of waves is coming, yeah. then it okay, makes it that much so, easier to, to deal so with. So maybe, maybe more what we're saying is like those unnecessary things. Always ask yourself when you're in a busy time, always, and you're feeling overwhelmed, number one, always ask yourself, is this leading me to my ultimate destination? So the first thing that needs to happen above everything is to even know what that intention is, know what that destination is, right? Yeah, and then you have to prioritize. And then you have to prioritize. I, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think that going through the different things in your life and asking yourself, do these lead you to your, your, your end destination? If the answer is a huge no, then yeah, drop it. Yeah. Right? Like Mm -hmm. drop it. Somehow get that out of your, because life is busy enough. And that, but then I also want to like, I also think that the closer I've got, I've come to where I want to be, which is what my goals are. Like my ultimate goal is to be a full-time writer. Yeah. That's my ultimate goal. Obviously. Will that ever happen? I don't know. But I do know that I feel very called to the, to writing books. And I do know that I feel very called to this. Like I have felt called to this for a very long time. And so I do question everything that goes into the, the like, for example, we have had the chance to go back to jujitsu for the last, what, since the pandemic kind of started to allow us to go back to the mm-hmm. jujitsu. Have we? We haven't. No, because we don't prioritize the time for it. We can't. The, in the last in the last year, the, the the last thing I can do because I go, I ask myself, is jujitsu getting me closer to the end goal of where I want to be? And it's unfortunately at this moment, it's just not. Yeah. Right. So it, it yeah, it's definitely a question. But at the same time, by not doing it for us, our family like activity was Brazilian jujitsu. Right. And that's something we did it as a family. Uh, we don't, we haven't, I don't, I'm reluctant to say we don't have time for it because you have time for anything. It's just how you prioritize your time. Right. And I agree with you that that's not our goal. However, we did have to give up something that we love. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucked and it sucked, but we made a choice to do it. And it doesn't mean that we have to stay away from it forever, but it does mean that, that there were other things that were in the way. Well, and for me, like, um, the trade that I'm in, I can work all weekend. Right. Um, and I can, I could always make more money if I just put in more hours. Um, but I decided a couple of years ago to stop taking side jobs and it's, it's hard because, you know, luckily we are in a position financially where I don't absolutely have to do that. Right. However, there are sacrifices that I've made that makes it so that I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. I drive a very, very old truck. I don't have any, <laughs> yeah. on any vehicle payments. So if I did have a nicer truck, I would probably have to take those hours on in order to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just one little example. So um, I don't know. I, I think that 
you do have to make sacrifices for those decisions, but you have to figure out what's important. To me, I work all week. I'm exhausted by the end of the week. Those two days of spending time with my family and resting are way more important than the amount of money that I can make working seven days a week. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that I have made a conscious decision not to do. Right. Well, and you and I made a conscious decision a long time ago that that money would never be the the end result of what we're going for. We're not right. going to sacrifice anything to, yeah. you know, and it's never bothered. It's never, it's never come into, a, it's never been a problem, right? But we, we have paid professionally um, for that decision. Yeah. You know, um, we made it a decision. And this was sort a, of. This I mean, was you a personal, did. Right. This was yeah. a personal decision that we did not want to put our kids through into daycare. Right. Um, we wanted at least one of us to be home until they went to school. Um, not that there's anything wrong with daycare. That was just our personal decision. Um, and, you know, if, if I were more career driven and I focused on, no, I need to have a career and, and have, you know, a big job and make this much money, then, yeah, we might be financially in a better place right now. Mm-hmm. However, I wonder how our relationship with our kids would be. Oh, imagine. It'd be you know? so different. Like they're we're all so very close and we spend a lot of time together. Yeah, I've weekend. I've had some, you know, I have some very special memories and bond with my kids that I I recognize that most men don't get to have yeah. because of the way our culture's set up. Um that, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. that I have had the time that I've had with my kids. Yeah. Um, but that was a, a conscious decision that we made. And, you know, I, I paid financially for that. Right. But it's worth it to me. Yeah. Well, I kind of hope that our next season will be a little bit less this. <laughs> a it, little it'll, bit. It'll go into a lull again and we'll be it able will. to just enjoy. But I, you know, oftentimes I feel like... Um, the biggest thing that has always, through every season of my life, the biggest sentence that I has always made it not feel like it's going to last forever is this, this too shall pass. And I have, I heard it when I was a kid and I have kept it going and I tell myself that on a regular basis. And I, it's funny because we have to use that a lot with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, kids are still in the mindset, especially teenagers in high school. They're still in the mindset that whatever happens today is going to be forever. Right. Whatever they're feeling this moment is going to feel forever. And I have to say, as an adult, I've definitely had those moments too. Like with the stuff that I was talking about over the last year that I had to delve into and kind of get get through, I felt like it was going to last forever. And it was a very uncomfortable feeling, but I kept having to tell myself this too shall pass and it will not stay this way forever. That is just the nature of life. Yeah. And luckily we have like, we are, one of our daughters has acne and she gets that from my family. We, my family, it runs in the family. And I keep telling her, I, I promise you it will go away. It will go away. But to her, and I remember feeling this way when I had it, that it was going to be in my life forever. Right. And, and then one day it just cleared up and it was gone forever. I know. I came into um, your life and it all of a yeah. sudden disappeared. Yeah. When I was like 18, <laughs> it just went away. And I, we keep telling her like, we know it sucks. Yeah. I know exactly how it feels. Part of the problem too is that we have two daughters and one of them has it and one of them does not. Yeah, it's really unfair. The older sister has the acne. The younger sister does, has my skin and doesn't have acne. Yeah, and but we always try to remind both of them that, you know, 
they each got things that can be better than they others, did. You know, the oldest has more of the outward stuff, and so it's not as noticeable, like with with the younger, right? So, like, but like for example, the older is the artist and has yeah. that amazing talent. So it is an interesting thing. But all that to say, it's it, it's interesting because this too shall pass is the only way to really go about with life because we know that we're, we're going to hit a bunch of different seasons. You know, from the time I was um, l- around 17 to, to 20, 24, 25, that, that was a huge, even though that, that was really your, when you and I were first together all the way up until when we had kids, that was a big season of my life where it was like almost every few years there was like some new, like having to like some new kind of major life trauma tragedy that was happening, you know? And so that's when I used it a lot, which is like, Oh my God, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. (laughs) Yeah. I always tell myself you will survive. You will survive. Like it will. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's funny because it was really, it's been really interesting going through these last three months with you and like our different, our different personalities having to get through. I gotta say, I feel like I've handled it pretty well. I think you've handled Compared it great. To, like ben. I haven't had a mental breakdown. <laughs> I haven't like gone off on anybody. No. You know? Yep. I haven't like done no, anything major. You get, no, the only thing you do is every once in a while you get into these moods where you're like, I don't want to do it. It's just this like, uh, we call you Eeyore. Yeah. And everybody knows what Eeyore is. But I'm learning how to anticipate those things. Like like today, I told you, hey, let's get the podcast done early. I loved that. Because and, and yesterday, oh, the other thing that happened this week is um, the new car that we, well, the new to us car that we got our daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, she she took it to the first football game ever with her sister. First time, you know, driving to a social event. So And she silly. gets there and her, her car won't start. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the starter was out. Of so yesterday, course. yesterday, it was like, this weekend was supposed to be like, nice and relaxing. But of course this got thrown in and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fix it. Like, I'm not going to dwell on it. I got on YouTube. I looked up that car, um, figured out where everything was. And yesterday I did it like on a Saturday. Yep. It took me less than an hour and now I don't have to do it today. Right. I I was thinking about doing it today, but I just got it done. I know. I I was very proud of you in that. So I anticipated the fact that we're going to have to do a podcast. We have other things to do today. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm learning how to anticipate my, yeah, to avoid becoming Eeyore. Right. You know? Right. Uh, we should, we should probably. It's starting to get to that time. Yeah. Move on here. Yeah. Well, I have, so the one question that I had, let's see, let's go back to our 3000 questions, um, is, um, what do you most dislike about your appearance? <laughs> what do I most dislike about my appearance? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a silly question. Uh, more recently, I think it's going to have to be how much my skin is aging. Oh, really? Yeah. And what's funny is I keep telling you, like, it's, I like, I love that you're aging because it makes well, you. I've always been really young looking. Yes. Like when I was in high school, I looked like I was in middle school. Right. Which I hated at the time. 
Yeah. That, that would have been my, my Our answer Our wedding then. pictures, you look like you're yeah. 16. So that would have been my answer at the time. Now, since then, I've learned that, oh, this is a good thing, that I'm still young looking. However, I'm, I'm still young looking, but I kind of look like Benjamin Button when he was like- <laughs> Baby. When he was a baby, but he was actually old. Yeah. You know, it's like, is he, he, he looks young, but he's also really- wrinkly. <laughs> I just, I've, I've been in the sun a lot in my life. And, uh, but you know what? I remind myself, I love, I love that. So that's the price I you pay. You love what? I love being at the beach. Yeah. I love being outside as a kid. I was always active. I was in the pool. See, and I, I, like I stopped being in the sun like after that that stint that I was a lifeguard, I went, nope, I'm not being in the sun I mean, ever getting, again because I get so dark. Yeah, I'm getting stuff cut off at this point. You know, <laughs> I've got, we call them barnacles in my, in you my have family. Mose surgery. Yeah, I've had, you know, I have some precancerous and some basal cells, but nothing, you know, life-threatening. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just, you know, I, it's starting to become more apparent. You know, yeah. when, I, when I laugh, I can kind of see like major, major wrinkles. My neck looks like a baseball mitt. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, I will admit the the neck is crazy how it starts to age before everything else. It's there's just something, and what's oh, and here's here's one thing. So you know all that stuff that I put on my face in the morning. Like I have a major face routine, yeah, and I've had it for a long time, and which is why you look amazing still. Oh, uh, thanks, babe. Well, no, I yeah, I will admit that I do take major care of my skin. That has been something I've done for quite a while. Um, but it is interesting because I have found that that stuff that I put on my skin, um, I, 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 I have this like vitamin C serum that I use from SkinCeuticals. And I can't, like, I realized that I was, I kept getting a lot of zits on my neck. And I realized that it's because I was putting that vitamin C on my neck too. Okay. And so... But don't you want to do that to keep your neck from I aging? I do, but I don't want a bunch of zits on my neck. So I was like, okay, so clearly this is like... So you either get zits or wrinkles. I Choose think, one. No, it's not like that, Ben. I think that it's a different skin. I oh, think that you're yeah. dealing with a totally different kind of skin. And that's why that's why the neck is completely different. So my goal is to actually go... My goal is to actually find something that's very specific to the neck. Well, maybe somebody who's listening has a... A suggestion for you. Yeah. Well, I have, like a lot of my clients, they look amazing. And so they, they have often suggested like micro needling and stuff like that. So I don't maybe, even know what that is. I don't know. They use um, needles. Okay. So what's yours? My neck? No, no, no. What's your, what, what do you dislike about your appearance? <laughs> oh, this is a dangerous question for women. I think. It's, it is. Thank God it wasn't, the question wasn't, what do you dislike about my appearance? <laughs> about your appearance? No, like if, if you were asking me, what do I dislike about your appearance? We would just skip over that question immediately. Yeah, that's, that's a trap. That is a trap. Um, speaking of traps, um, I would say... Um, <laughs> you don't have to get real deep. Just I know, but... Something uh, simple. Okay. Well... Like my, my nose is sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is too. That's just <laughs> age. I have, I have offset nostrils. 
<laughs> I mean, did you did I you smash your face brain. on something? Did you smash your face like I did? Or no, I just do you have, just sleep on it weird? No, I don't sleep on my face at all. I do not see your nose being crooked, by the way, at all. Like my nose, look at it. You can see it. No, I can't. You're laughing because you just saw it. Because I showed you my nostrils. <laughs> so Ben, Ben has one nostril that looks like it's, it's like half like, closed, <laughs> and the other one's normal. One side is huge, the other side is is totally skinny. <laughs> <laughs> see, but you there's can't always somebody that has it worse than you. You can't tell from the top. Mine really comes out in pictures. So like what it is, is that I actually know it's not, my nose actually isn't crooked, but. The, when the light falls on when it. When the light falls on it and on one side, because I my bone kind of comes in on one side is a little bit of like rounded on one side, but on the other side, it's totally straight. When the light falls on it, it can, I'm like, what in the heck? Like, where did that come from? So that. That's a good one. <laughs> it is? I don't see it, but okay. you know, that's a good surfacey one that you didn't have to get too serious about. Yeah. It's totally, yeah. Good job. yeah. Oh, thanks. I didn't know that it, like it could be a good thing for us to like go and dig into our our faces. Well, it's better than being like, I, I love absolutely everything about my appearance. <laughs> I am perfect. Is it? Is yeah. that better? Yeah, I think so. Okay. A little bit of humility is good. A little, yes, a little, a little bit. bit of self-hate is important. No! You know? <laughs> oh, on that, we're going to leave them on the self-hate note. I don't think they so. They know I'm being sarcastic. Of course you're being sarcastic. Well, if you are like us and you are in the heavy season of life, um, just continue to tell yourself, like, is this, le is this leading us to our intention? Is this leading to us to, I know everybody has um, goals and dreams. And if you don't, find yours. I'm looking at Ben. Um, you, you, everybody should have them. I do believe in that. I, even if it means to just do what you're doing, that still means that you've reached your goal and your dream. That's awesome. But if you, if you have something you really want, then make sure that everything you're doing in your existence, if you're through a busy time, try and make sure that you have those things geared towards your intention and your desires. Because all these other things out there, like scrolling through social media and all that, is it getting you to where you're supposed to go? Or is it just taking up and sucking your time? We don't want time sucks in our lives, right? Yes. So it's funny because I think the most important thing is to... Look at your dreams, find your intention. Then when you're there, like we are, it's like just this too shall pass. We're going to work towards it and hopefully it'll end up with what we want in the end. So, right, babe? Yes. All right. You will survive. You will survive. I mean, that's not a guarantee. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I guess it's not. It's not. It's not at all. But uh, just tell yourself that. <laughs> You're so Because most likely you will survive. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope we don't bore you too much. We will see you on the next one. Have a good week. Bye.